Well, hello, and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word from the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as always, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 321 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I came across a post that I would love to share with you in conjunction with the word of the Lord. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bible, your notebook, something to write with, and settle on in. Blaine encourages you, is coming to you with God sees you. That's what's coming up next. everyone. We are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I'd love to take a few moments to establish protocol. Whether you are a longtime listener or a first-time listener, we are so elated and we give God praise for you choosing BlendCouragesYou.com as a source to get your encouragement through the Word of God. And if you have not already done so, I'd love for you to consider making our relationship permanent. How do you do that? Well, let's start with where are you listening from today? Are you on the blendcouragesyou.com site? Perhaps you're on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Podfriend, Podcast Guru, Player FM, Overcast, There are a myriad of different platforms where blendcouragesyou.com can be accessed. So whatever that platform is, wherever that is, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. And guess what? That gets you in as a part of the BCU family. Welcome. All right, BCU fam. So many of you all already know that I am on social media and from time to time I scroll through different posts to see what is happening. And as I was scrolling this morning, actually, as of this recording, I came across this post from a site called Amazing Things in the World. Now, I don't believe that this is a Christian site. It does have some pretty positive content from what I have seen thus far. Did not scroll too far into it, but this one post popped up on my feed and I thought that I would read this in its entirety and then talk to you about what the Word of God says about this very same thing. So this post starts off by saying, my precious girl and I went to breakfast this morning and after sitting down a lady was seated at the table right next to us. She was by herself and kept looking over and smiling at us. When our food came I began to cut up Haley's pancakes when the lady leaned over and said to her You must have the best mom in the whole world. Never forget how amazing she is. She then told me she had a daughter who is now 49 and lived all the way in Baltimore. 
She told us her name is Mary, and we gave her our names. Throughout the meal, we would have little conversations, but mostly she seemed just to be observing my relationship with my daughter and smiling at us. When we went up front to pay for our food, Mary had already left. But waiting for us was the news she had paid for our food and left us a sweet note on the receipt. Thank you for sharing your mother and daughter day with me from Mary. As I sat in that restaurant and began to cry, it hit me how much God is aware of us. Mary does not know I'm a single mother of two. She doesn't know how difficult this week has been for me. She doesn't know my anxieties and insecurities and how much I pray not to feel so lonely. But God knows. And today, Mary listened to that prompting and was able to be our angel to remind us how loved we are by God. So thank you, Mary. You have made such a difference in my life with your kindness. And the person who posted this is named Suzanne Mahan. And again, that's from the site Amazing Things in the World. So BCU fam, as I looked at that post and I tell you, that spoke to me on so many different levels. The word of the Lord came to me from the book of Genesis as it relates to God seeing us. Because there are times that we feel unseen, but God does see us. And where I'd like to go is in the book of Genesis. Let's take this back to the beginning. And let's go to Genesis chapter 16. We'll be in the King James Version of your Bible. And let's start at verse number one. We'll start at verse number one. Now Sarai, Abram's wife, bare him no children. And she had a handmaid, an Egyptian, whose name was Hagar. And Sarai said unto Abram, Behold now, the Lord has restrained me from bearing. I pray thee, go into thy, my maid, that it may be that I will obtain children by her. And Abram hearkened to the voice of Sarai. And Sarai, Abram's wife, took Hagar, her maid, the Egyptian, after Abram had dwelt ten years in the land of Canaan, and gave her to her husband, Abram, to be his wife. And this is a familiar passage of scripture or a familiar story for many of us where God had promised Abram and Sarai a son. And because that promise had not been manifested 
straight away. Sarai and or she urged Abram to take matters into their own hands. And because she was past because Sarai was past the childbearing age, she said, well, what about Hagar? So this way that when Abram went into the uh, secret room there <laughs> with Hagar, uh, they could conceive their child that way. So almost a surrogacy, so to speak. Verse number four says, And he went in unto Hagar, and she conceived. And when she saw that she conceived, that was Sarai, her mistress was despised in her eyes. And Sarai said unto Abram, My wrong be upon thee. I have given my maid into thy bosom. And when she saw she conceived, I was despised in her eyes. The Lord judge between thee and me. But Abram said unto Sarai, Behold, thy maid is in thy hand. Do to her as it pleaseth thee. And when Sarai dealt hardly or harshly with her, she, meaning Hagar, fled from her face. So Hagar is really just a pawn in the situation, did what it is that she was instructed to do. She has conceived with Sarai, also known as Sarah's husband, and Sarai is not happy about this at all, and understandably so. Your husband now has a child with someone else, and that was not sitting well with Sarai. So with this situation, Sarai treats Hagar in a harsh manner, and Hagar flees, which is understandable. Now, verse number seven says, And the angel of the Lord found her by a fountain of water in the wilderness and by the fountain on the way to shore. And he said, Hagar, Sarai's maid, whence camest thou? And whither wilt thou go? Where are you coming from and where are you going? This is an angel that the Lord sent. And she said, I flee from the face of my mistress, Sarai. Verse 9 says, And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Return to thy mistress and submit thyself under her hands. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly that it shall not be numbered for multitude. So in this situation, the Lord had his hand in it, although it wasn't something that the Lord authorized. The Lord still had a purpose and a plan for Hagar's child and let her know that her seed would be exceedingly multiplied so that you couldn't even count. Verse number 11 says, And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, Thou art with child, and thou shalt bear a son, and shalt call his name Ishmael, because the Lord has heard thy affliction. God hears us, BCU fam. He knows what we're going through. We feel like he doesn't, but he absolutely does, and we see that here in the beginning. Verse number 12 says, and he will be a wild man. His hand will be against every man 
and every man's hand against him, and he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Verse 13, And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her, Thou God seest me. For she said, Have I also here looked after him which sees me? And I have to give a shout out to my niece, Elise Hardy, who first brought this scripture to my attention uh, years ago, I think it is now, that God sees you, that God sees me. And it is amazing, BCU fam, how the Lord will send help even when we feel like he does not see what's happening. As I think about the young lady, Suzanne, Miss Suzanne, who was struggling with her anxieties and her insecurities and how she was feeling, the Lord was gracious enough to send somebody by to let her know that she was seen. And the Lord has been doing this for years because he did the very same thing with Hagar. Hagar was in a situation that she did not ask to be in. She was not looking for this to happen. She was obedient to what her her mistress told her to do and then was despised because of it. And although she ran, the Lord sent her back with a promise. The Lord promised to take care of her and her seed. Now he did say what would happen to the seed, that every man's hand would be against him and he would be against every man. But nonetheless, they were going to, to be multiplied exceedingly. The Lord saw her and the Lord took care of her. Now, this is a lesson for all of us, myself included, BCU fam, because there are many of us who are struggling with certain things at the moment. Whether we are dealing with a financial situation that is out of our control, so to speak, uh, some are dealing with homelessness, some are dealing with not having the right job or being underemployed. Some of us are single parents. Some of us are dealing with failing relationships. Uh, some of us have health challenges. Uh, the list can go on and on as to what we're dealing with. And what I am here to remind you of, as the Lord is reminding me, is that the Lord sees us. Now, when things go on for a long period of time or when the pressure comes in, it can feel as if God has left or forsaken us. And that's what the enemy wants us to think and to dwell in. And today we are reminded that God will always be here for us. He will not leave or forsake us. He hears us. He sees us. And what we want to do, BCU fam, is to cry out to him in prayer. And the Lord will answer. Now, I cannot tell you when he will answer or how he will answer. What I do know is, is that he will answer and that he will sustain us until he does answer. Sometimes, BCU fam, he does not come straight away or right away. 
but he'll send us peace that lets us know that he does hear and see us. And while the situation has not changed, our heart, our mind, our attitude towards it has. We become more relaxed. We become peaceful. And we just rest in the fact that God is taking care of everything. So we just want to be reminded, BCU fam, that he is a need supplier, that God is a present help in a time of trouble, and that if, if we cry out to him, if we pray, hallelujah, he will, he will come and see about us because he does see us. Amen. Amen. BCU fam, we just have to go back to the beginning. Look at the story of Hagar. If it's a situation that you are in that it wasn't your doing or, or maybe you made the wrong decision, uh, maybe it's something that's out of your control, whatever it is, it does not matter. One of the many things I love about our God is, is that he doesn't put a lot of limitation on, on what it is that we're asking for. Well, you can ask if you did this or if you did that. In certain situations, there are conditional uh, prayers that he will answer. In many cases, BCU fam, many cases, even if we messed up, the Lord will step in. Yes, sometimes there are consequences to the decisions that we made. It doesn't mean that God doesn't see us and that he will not answer us. So let's take all of this to the Lord in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word and how it was sent to heal us. As we come before you, someone today is struggling with a mental health issue or the loss of a loved one. Someone is in caretaker fatigue. Someone is having a mental health crisis. Someone doesn't know where their next meal is coming from. Someone is dreading the holidays that are coming up, Lord. Somebody is someplace, Lord, just praying for their children to come on to you, praying for a family member, a relationship that's not quite working out. Whatever the situation is, Lord, whatever the need is, whatever it is, thank you for reminding us, Lord Jesus, that you see us. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for letting us know that you are a needs supplier. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for being a re our refuge and our strength and a very present help in the time of trouble. We thank you that we can cry out to you, Lord, at any point in time and that you hear us, Lord, and that you will answer. Lord, today we are asking that you speak to every broken heart, every contrite spirit, every adverse situation, every person and work everything out according to your will, your glory, your honor, and your praise. Please help us, Jesus, to hear your voice and to rest in your ability to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the power that works in us. We once again, Lord, thank and praise you in advance for your help and for just being a good, good father and an awesome God. In the matchless name of Jesus Christ, we thank you, Lord, for this and for all things. Let every heart say, Amen. So BCU family, as you think about what we have discussed today, what are your thoughts? What are your reactions? So if you're not already on the BlendCouragesYou.com site, please make your way there. Head down to the comment section and let's continue our conversation. 
Well, BCU family, it is time for me to sign off. Once again, this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here. Thank you so much for your prayerful support and for listening in. And Lord will, and until the next time we are together, may our amazing God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you and give you all peace as you stay on the wall.